0: And you are listening to Faith FM, guys. Welcome back. We are into the second hour of the show, and we will begin by giving you the 400-point clue for the quiz. So, for 500 points, what daughter did Ruel? Ruel, the priest of Midian, give to Moses as his Wife. 0491 is the number to call if you know the answer. And if you do, you can win a book from our selection of bargain books. But again, that question was, what daughter did Ruel, the priest of Midian, give to Moses as his
1: wife? I have a friend with that, isn't it? With this name. Is it pronounced like that? Ruel? Oh, no. I have a friend with the name of the daughter.
0: Oh, okay. 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 It's a nice name. It is a nice name. It's a, name. It's a really cool name.
1: Yeah, anyway, if you know what the name is, <laughs> number to call is 0491064669. Uh, we better stop talking before we give the name away. That's right. I'm, I'm, that's very I'm very <laughs> that's, close. I'm very close. Wow, what's happening? Text messages. Text messages. Here we go. Religious war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's all over the holy dollar.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And so much of it is you can't do Yep, mm-hmm. you can't deny it. It's
0: People are pretty motivated anyway. by money.
1: All right, this one came through right at the beginning of the show, and I missed it mm-hmm. because if I had have seen this, I would definitely have read it. read it. Good morning, boys. That's the kind of music I like to start my day with. Thanks, Shell. That's right. And you know who picked that music? Me. Ah! Uh, so
0: <laughs> I'm uh, I'm practicing for tomorrow. I'm uh, producing 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 the shows tomorrow while while Shell is away. So I've been mean, picking the songs and pressing the buttons. You know, it's been good. It's
1: good. But also speaking, okay. uh, well, thanks, Michelle's thanks also here
0: doing her job
1: as well. So she's doing. Also, awesome. you've got amazing. Japanese friends. Now you've got American friends. Very impressive. Is this Michael? No, I'm not even going to say. It. It's, it's just like, so got,
0: okay, okay. Lawson, okay. Has,
1: Lawson has friends. I have friends, okay, guys. I have friends. Yeah, but I, he has to go overseas, but no. no, they
0: come here to hang out with me. All right,
1: uh, I hang out with the people who come to Australia and have no friends. You have friends. You have people at your church from every continent except Antarctica. Yeah. Yes, we do.
0: South America, North America? Oh, we don't have South America. Okay, if you're, we have South everyone America, else.
1: if you're from South America, Lawson's Church needs some that's South right. Americans. Are you the
0: underrepresented cool... We have, a, we have a guy from Mexico?
1: A Central America. But that's Central... Well, no, that's North, North, America. North America. There, there America.
0: is no Central America. That's, that's a made-up no, continent. Is. Of course there's it's Central America. It's the skinny bit. Yeah, I know it exists, but it's not like an official continent or
1: anything. That's no, not a continent. It's a skinny bit. Yeah it doesn't but, have to be a continent yeah so. I'm just it's saying a skinny bit
0: yeah but he's it's he's a cool from North bit. America so it's it doesn't a, really count uh, even though he speaks Spanish
1: that's, that's, that's pretty cool though there are very few Mexicans in Australia
0: yeah you get American it's all Mexicans you come here and it's all Peruvians yeah. and well he's kind of like Mexican American like, like he's yeah, like, his yeah, family's Mexican, he speaks Spanish, but he grew up in Arkansas. It so, counts. Yeah. It counts. Okay, fair enough.
1: All right, uh, Gene Editing and uh, Casein, we are marvelously made. God's inventions mm. are only made to explore what God already made. Yeah, that's they so true. They do not create. True. Unfortunately, sin has marred God. God's creation. And
0: that's such a good point. Like when I talked about gene editing as well, it's not like they've created, you know, that that was my thought is, oh, they've created some miniature scalpel. No, they haven't. No, they just saw something something editing genes and now they're using it to edit different genes. Like that's their deal. Like, and it's all of these mechanisms have already been created. It's powerful. It's
1: been around for Ever since humans have been around. Mm -hmm. Okay, the lady who smells Parkinson's disease. Imagine what humanity humanity could do in its original created state. So true. How many gifts have we lost? Mm. You know, and you look at the animal world and you see the capabilities that they have for scent. You see the capabilities Mm. that they have for eyesight. Mm. You know, you see, you know, these raptors that can see a mouse from thousands of feet in the air and it's just like, imagine if we could do that. Mm. Okay, the Orthodox church playing politics again, again and going back to Rome, that one I'm thinking from the uh, Netherlands one. Uh, the Orthodox priest shield and humanitarian aid. May God bless them and keep them safe.
0: Yeah, that's so hectic.
1: It is. That is that is seriously hectic. I mean, would you do that if you were there Lawson? I mean, put on a uh, put on your vestments and put on your icons and sit on the outside of a truck while it drives through?
0: You know, who we need to speak to you, actually. I saw this morning, so we had John Boston on the show. Um, yes. He went over to Haiti That's when the earthquakes right. happened over there. Yes. He is jumping on a plane to the Ukraine. That sounds like a very John Boston kind of thing to do. Because he's, he's an epic dude. Yes. And well, I'll try and get on to him. We should get him on the show because he the, is yes. going to the front lines to help Ukrainians.
1: Okay. let's um, Let's get in contact with this guy and let's mm. see, what we can, uh, get, uh, what, see what we can hear about. Mm. Okay. The refugees and discrimination. Uh, it's politics in action.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: but it re- continues on Is The refugee issue is part of the plan of the New World Order To totally try to change the demographics of the population of the West They start with wars, cause refugees to leave their own homes Then cause huge problems in the nations they enter Then they use the Christian ethics to make sure The emotional strings to achieve their plans and havoc they caused. I am not saying refugees should not be helped Not in capital letters mm. Because as Christians, that's what we do Mm-hmm. We don't ask questions. We recognise that these are people in need. Mm-hmm. We can recognise for sure the New World Order is involved in all of this kind of stuff and the ha- ha- havoc and the chaos that is uh, caused around the world. That does not stop us from helping people. Totally. Uh, is I'm talking about the political cause and effect um, action caused by the New World Order. Out of chaos will come uh, the New World Order, which is on the... American one dollar bill, and then finally, praise God for Adra and yes. all the local churches for the work they do for the community, especially during natural disasters. Mm. Hopefully, all churches would join in. We need the need is going to be greater as time passes, and I'd like to encourage our churches. You know, this morning that are sitting on high ground in the middle of a city. I want to speak to those mm. churches. You mm. are not vulnerable to floods. You are not vulnerable to fire. Those are our two big ones in Australia, flood and fire. And of course, in New Zealand, uh, flood and earthquakes. Uh, so, but here in Australia, I'd like to talk to our churches that you need to be gearing up as a disaster ready church so that you can mobilize when these events happen. Mm. You know, we've got a whole bunch of churches here in the Hunter Valley that, you know, we've got our, our brother and sister, uh, congregations down there in Sydney and they had floods and we did nothing, we could have driven up to northern New South Wales. We need to be thinking about how we help them out so that when we get smashed, they can help us out. Mm. All right, those are our text messages. It is great to hear from you guys. We would love to continue to hear from you guys as we dig into Hebrews chapter 11. We want to hear who is your favourite hero of faith in Hebrews 11. So our number is 0491 Do tell us who is your favorite hero in Hebrews 11. We are going to start in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Uh, Lawson, you probably won't want to read that from the NLT. You're probably going to want to read that one from the NKJV or the KJV because you will mess it up. I know you will mess it up because you know it off by heart. Uh, in the, yeah, I got you. All right. Uh, he, Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews 11
0: and verse one, the Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the
1: evidence of things not seen. Yes. So we talked about this yesterday. We talked extensively about the issue of faith and we talked extensively about the issue of evidence. Hmm. And how that faith that God asks from Christians is not blind faith, Mm -hmm. is not believing in something you have no evidence for, it's believing in something that you have an abundance of evidence for, but has not yet happened. Mm. I would say it also kind of functions a little bit
0: um, cyclically as well. Yes. Because showing faith in something based on the evidence um, then strengthens the faith that you show. It does. And and I feel like that's an, another point that this verse is making because the follow-up verse is like, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed uh, by the word of God. Like, it seems as though it's faith itself that is also evidence for, you know, uh things not seen and substance of things hoped for. And that's why it says for by it, you know, the elders obtained a good testimony. It's like, oh, because by their faith people saw their faith and were like, man how could someone be this faithful? How could someone believe this much? And it was it was evidence in and of itself, which pointed back to more evidence and then created just a big pile of
1: evidence until the people who are observing that have faith. Absolutely. All right, so uh, let's continue on. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to work our way through here and look at some of the mm-hmm. examples of faith that we are given in the Bible. Who do we start with? Who does, who's kind of held up here as the greatest example of faith? Oh, well, mate, we're going to see.
0: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
1: And of course, don't forget that we want to hear who your favorite person of faith is in Hebrews 11. Who's your hero of faith? We
0: actually got a text after the show yesterday from Bruce. He said his favorite person of faith in the book of Hebrews is Enoch. Oh, yes. Which is a fantastic example. He's actually the second person listed here. The first person listed, we're about to talk about. But the second person listed,
1: yeah, Enoch, and that's Bruce's favorite. That's epic, Enoch, who 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 in the middle of a, you know, one of the I, I guess perverse, corrupt generations mm. that our world has ever seen, mm-hmm. walked with God. The Bible says, and was translated. Mm. Yes. All right. Good one, Bruce. Okay. What's uh, what's what's your favourite uh, person of faith? Let us know. zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Do you agree with Bruce, with Enoch, or do you like one of the other ones? Mm. Who do we start with? Well,
0: the, in verse four, it gets into yeah, our... Yeah, I'm going to read
1: verse, through. Okay, verse three okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Um, through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, uh, that we now see did not... Uh, sorry, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen.
1: Okay, there you have a very interesting statement. What does the mm-hmm. Bible say was created by God's command? The universe. Yeah, yeah it, says, specifically, it says... Specifically.
0: It says, by faith we understand that the universe was formed by God's command.
1: Is that what your translation says? It says said? the
0: entire universe. It, oh, okay, in the New King James, I believe so it says lame. the, the worlds
1: yes. were framed. And this is much, much more relevant than what the NLT is is bringing out right mm. there. The reason being is because we're talking about the planets, yeah, uh, and you know, it hasn't. Planets outside of our solar system have not been, you know, discovered until what the last twenty years. Mm. And the Bible says a long time ago that the worlds plural were framed by the word of God. Wow, the planets that we had in the past were, you know, in the time when the Bible was written, were just seen as. Stars. They were all just stars.
0: Did they, know? Did they know about planets, like at this time?
1: No, they just saw stars. But God comes along and says, no, there's a whole bunch of worlds out there. You know, you think you're on one world? There's a whole slew of them out there.
0: That's kind of blowing my mind right now, just thinking about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you look at the night sky and you don't have a telescope. Can you tell the difference between a planet and a star? No. No, Exactly.
0: Like, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, oh well, you know, it's sometimes like, we see, like, planets, you know, flying across the sun or whatever. We can observe them.
1: Like, but they wouldn't have known. For them, they were just, you know, twinkly things in the sky. And When, God comes was, along when was the t- telescope
0: invented? Uh. Like five hundred years ago, I'm thinking. Of. Like the one yes. that was capable, that was. Somebody, to somebody text Somebody text
1: through and tell us when the telescope was invented. Because that's kind of it in, wasn't invented in the first
0: century. It's kind of that. insane, Lyle. It's kind of like really blowing my mind. I'm like, wow.
1: God comes, you know because if God comes along and says, "I made the stars," mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough, you, you made star. twinkly things that exist in the night sky. Uh-huh. But that is not what God is saying here. Mm. God is saying, "I made the world." In other words, you have this world. And I made a whole slew of other worlds that are out there. In an era
0: where, like, pretty much most of the world was convinced that the world was flat. And it. Yeah. The world was it. There was nothing else. Like the concept of a universe and, you know, there was... Then we look at, like, the Egyptians and whatnot and the pyramids and then it's like, oh, they had some kind of... Yeah, there was a lot of
1: people in the ancient world who knew the world wasn't flat. Yeah. But well the, the the Flat Earth theory really did gain the most amount of traction during the dark ages that's right mm. um and you know uh, during the dark ages, the world really just literally did just go backwards, yeah, way backwards. they
0: reject like heliocentrism and like all that stuff but um but yeah, this is crazy though like regardless whether they knew the earth was flat or not, like their perspective is now like the the thing thats shared
1: here is God framed the world. And then it continues on. But before it does, you know, Raphael just takes us through to say that uh, you know planets that is inhabited worlds that God created eons before Earth was made, Ooh. which is exactly what the Bible says. You know, the Bible talks about the cosmos and the inhabitants of the cosmos. Mm. Well, where do those inhabitants live? That's that's what you find in Revelation chapter twelve. Mm. Those inhabitants live on the world that God has created. Mm. Uh, the Bible says that you know we are we are a spectacle to men and to angels. And to the universe. Mm. Uh, and, and and so who is it talking about? Well, it starts with men, then it goes to angels, and then it goes to everybody else that is out there. Mm. You know, there is a multitude of verses in the Bible that speak about directly or allude to the inhabitants of these other planets. We are not alone in our world. Uh, and God made a whole slew of worlds long before he made our world. Mm. All right, where were you heading? Verse 4. Okay.
0: In verse 4, the Bible says, It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed his approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith.
1: Okay, so we're going to work our way through these uh, heroes of faith here this Mm -hmm. morning. And we're going to be working our way through them for the rest of this week. There's probably more here than we have time to really dig into and to explore the faith that they had. But let's think about what Cain and Abel does because shouldn't we have a bit of sympathy for Cain? Should we? Yeah. Why? <laughs> okay, so put yourself in Cain's shoes for a moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh let's say that um, you know, God comes to you and says, um, I want you to offer sacrifice mm-hmm. and I want you to bring a lamb. And uh-huh. you're like, yeah, I don't really have any lambs. I know somebody who does. My brother's got lambs or in your case your sister's got lambs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go and get one of her lambs. There's not really a sacrifice for me. Ah, oh, You know what would be meaningful to me would be to sacrifice something that actually has value and interest mm-hmm. for me. Oh, I'll sacrifice my motorbike. That is like the worst example. It ever. is the worst example ever. <laughs> but you're not going to feel feel bad over grabbing somebody else's lamb and sacrificing it. Sure. Because it's not something that you've invested in. It's mm-hmm. not something that you've worked on. It's not something that you have, you know, in, in Kane's case, something that he's grown with his own hands mm-hmm. and that he has, you know, it's kind of like he's given birth to all of these things these vegetables and plants and produce that he's growing because he just loves to grow produce. That's mm. what the Bible says. The Bible says he just loved to grow produce. That was his thing. Mm. And he's like, well, I'll bring something that's meaningful for me. Mm. You know, I want this to be a sacrifice, not just me borrowing somebody else's lamb. It's not a sacrifice for me if I take somebody else's lamb. Uh, but but for me, if I bring some produce, that's actually a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So shouldn't we have some sympathy for Kane?
0: Um, I'm still kind of like no. Um, like I I I I hear you coming from a while, but then I'm just like, bro, killed his killed his brother,
1: dude. Uh, you're jumping ahead in the story. You're jumping ahead in the story.
0: Yeah, yeah. But but that being said, like this is the thing that I that I see with Kane. Just just on that point, like, wouldn't it be more meaningful if I brought something that meant something to me, right? Yes. Is the is the sacrifice about him? Or is the sacrifice? so Now you're
1: really getting into the nitty gritty of it. Now we're really Mm. starting to look at it. Before we look at the nitty gritty of it though, we need to notice how does God respond when Cain brings his sacrifice and Abel brings his?
0: Mm. Well, God says he's displeased with Cain and he's approving of Abel. And that's what we just read here. Which
1: which when you stop and think about it, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Really. It's God's like, yeah, they both bring their sacrifice and God's like, No. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to honour Abel's sacrifice, but I'm not going to honour yours because you didn't bring the one that um, that I asked for.
0: Mm.
1: And 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 that's kind of you know that's God being a very reasonable mm-hmm. person. It's like yeah, okay, Cain, go back and try again. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not like I'm going to kill you. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm he's not like out. immediately
0: condemned and no, killed he's like,
1: he's like I'm not going to honour this one. Try again. Mm-hmm. Um, which is how we would respond to one of our children when we recognise that, you know, there was a lot of a lot of a lot of their heart being in the right place in what they did, mm-hmm. but it wasn't all of their heart mm-hmm. in the right place. Oh, mm-hmm. text message right here. Uh, no sympathy for Cain. He was just being disobedient. Mm. Okay, so let's think about this. Uh, because because both of you guys have, uh, have jumped into the deeper issues of what is going on with Cain and Abel and is why mm. Abel was a man of faith uh, and Cain wasn't. And that is simply this. When God asks us to do something, God is always specific. Mm. God didn't say, go and find something that's meaningful to you and bring a sacrifice. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different a couple of uh, text messages come through before we read them we have the big one for 500 points
0: what king of gath fell for david's trick of feigning insanity and let him go free oh i love this story this is this is a banger um but 0491 064 is the number to call if you know the answer and for that question you can win Now, prize for today, the book Evolution Impossible, 12 Reasons Why Evolution Cannot Explain the Origin of Life on Earth. I was recommending this book to someone yesterday. This is by Dr. John Ashton, by the way. Yes. Um, who got his PhD at Newcastle University. Um, and I was telling someone, I, I, I met someone last night who they are doing their degree in the area of biology. Um, they're doing a science degree in the area of biology. And um, we were having a conversation about, yeah, about, you know, they, they were a Christian and they've just started their degree and they're confronted with like, oh, what's right? What's wrong? Um, you know, how do I know that th- this is true or untrue? Because there's a lots of like ideas of evolution and stuff that they've been put forward to them and they're like oh but you know i believe in god and how can i balance this so i'm like read this book read go, on, this go book. and check out the honor roll yeah that's right and go uh, that guy john ashton go read his book go read his book because you'll find out 0491 is the number to call and again that question was what king of gath fell for david's trick of feigning insanity and let him go free
1: Okay, so let's have a look at our uh, text messages coming through here. The Flat Earth Theory, all you have to do is look into a telescope and all the planets you see are spherical in shape. Does it make sense? Would we be the only one that is flat? Mm. The entire universe. Anyway, I think the Flat Earth Theory, you know, had a bit of a renaissance but a very short-lived one. Yeah. I think died off again. I
0: think it was when Flat Earth admitted that other planets are observable to be round, like that other observable planets Sterebral. are round. Then yeah, spherical. Then it was like,
1: oh. I think the last draw was when old mate um, used the flat earthers to raise money for his um, rocket. Really? Yeah, I, I think I think that sort of signaled the end of of flat earth. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, of course you're going to always have your diehards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, no sympathy for Cain. He was just being disobedient. God specifically told him what to bring for a sacrifice, which represents Jesus' sacrifice. Cain was bringing salvation. By works, sacrifice. Ooh. Mm. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Um, James says, come on, Lyle. Everyone knows the earth is a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> James James actually just sent me a text message as well, a photo that's like...
0: It's like an astronaut looking down at Earth and it's like, wait, the entire Earth is Vatican City. <laughs> and it's like a guy behind him with a gun saying always has been like it's like a it's like a conspiracy theory. Uh, oh it's so dear. funny.
1: What a guy. Um okay the Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. We got answer. The telescope was invented by Galileo according to Uncle Arthur stories. Oh, there you go. Which is definitely true. That was yeah. by Sky. Uh, Wikipedia says um, after hearing about the Danish perspective glass in 1609, Galileo constructed his own telescope.
0: So up until that point, they couldn't possibly have known the existence of planets, right? The difference
1: between a planet and a star. That's right, yeah. Okay, the Bible hero of... And if they did, then let us know. Uh, the Bible hero of faith, I have two that come to mind immediately. Paul, for his teaching on learning to be content in all circumstances. Paul's not listed in Hebrews 11. He misses out. But he's a great hero of faith. Yeah, because he's kind of like writing the book. Like That would be be kind of cringe.
0: And me, I'm very (laughs) faithful. (laughs) No, but Paul is a good hero of faith. Especially because the point here is that all of these people have died. Like, have lived a faithful life and died. So if he's writing the book, then he can't be like, oh, me.
1: Anyway, uh, but, but he's a good hero of faith.
0: He's a fantastic hero of faith.
1: Uh, Paul, for his teaching on learning to be content in all circumstances, still Mm. learning this, and it's still lifelong for me, years later. And Hosea, that is a cool pick. For a bang bang God to go ahead and marry Goma, I would struggle with marrying uh, someone who was continuously unfaithful. Mm. Yeah, that's hectic. Yeah, I mean, that marriage didn't stay together. Mm. It broke up for decades. Mm. Uh, before it came back together again and God restored it. It was a um, a marriage of heartbreak and heartache of mm. the worst possible kind. <coughs> well, who was your hero of faith? I think I said Jephthah. I said Abraham. Just to stir everybody up because it's a really controversial story.
0: I said Abraham. That is a super controversial story. Yeah, yes. I said Abraham, but I want to change my answer. Um, I'm going to say Nehemiah. That's like that's like my favorite
1: book in the Bible, probably. Okay, but is he listed in Hebrews 11? I don't think so. But, what we want but is just who is guy. your because these are good names we're getting. These are excellent names. What I'm looking for is your Hebrews 11 hero of faith. So Bruce was on the money with Enoch. Mm. Uh, but who's your who's your hero? Your here's your Hebrews 11 hero of faith. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going back to the story of Cain and Abel, and we need yes. to delve into this. And this is the point. God didn't say, go and bring something that's meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. God said, bring a lamb. Yeah. And so when, and, and I think uh, Raphael pointed out very, very, very well when he said that Cain's offering was salvation by works. Mm. Because he's like, this is something meaningful to me. Well, it was not about you, mm. it's about God. Mm-hmm. And whenever we come to God and say, well, this is meaningful uh, full to us, then we are saying, our works, mm-hmm. what we have done, is good enough for you. Yeah, I'm providing, which is exactly, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just make the point right now because I, I, I do believe, very passionately in the seventh day Sabbath. God said, "Remember the seventh day Sabbath to keep it holy," mm. and when we come to God and say, "Well, you know, um, Tuesday is the day that I, I choose." or Wednesday, or Sunday, any other day, Friday, that I choose, if there is any I involved in it, that's salvation by works.
0: Yeah. 100%. You know, like, the previous chapters have all made the point that God has been the one that's provided a sacrifice. Yes. And that all sacrifices have pointed to him. By providing produce... The the problem is is that it doesn't represent what God has done. The reason you provide a sacrifice is not because the sacrifice is coming from you. The reason why you provide a lamb
1: is it's pointing to the sacrifice that that's right. God would make. And what's interesting is that God did provide for produce sacrifices later on mm. uh, for people who were in poverty. The point was Cain was not in poverty. Yeah, that's right. Mm. He had easy access to a lamb. Mm-hmm. And for people who are in absolute poverty, yeah, bring a a wheat offering or whatever it might be if you are literally a beggar. Mm. You know, that was the sacrifice that you bring. Um, But apart from that, you know, God's like, no, bring a lamb, mm. because that's a sac- that's a symbol of what Jesus would do, and so the point is this: God is always specific about what He asks in the in, in the Garden of Eden. God didn't say, you know, you can you can you can pick any one of the trees to be the you know the one that you don't eat from. You know, it doesn't really matter. The principle is mm. one in the garden. Mm. You know, same with the Sabbath. The principle people say, well, the principle is one in seven, mm. but no, God didn't say the principle is yeah, one in the right. garden. God said this one. He's always specific, mm. and when we bring our tree, and when we choose our tree, when we bring our offering and say that this is good enough for God, mm. then that is the very definition of salvation by works. Okay, old civilizations knew about the universe and planetary movements. Just consider the three uh, magis following the start of Bethlehem. They certainly oh, totally. knew a tremendous mm. amount mm. about what happened in the stars mm. and kept very accurate records of what happened in the universe at nighttime. There's no question about that, including knowing that the world was a sphere.
0: Bruce called in, just to correct me, he said, Enoch never died. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> and I, I, you know, but he passed on. You know, he literally... Okay, he's the only one who's passed he's on. He's the only one who had that experience of being literally sucked up in heaven. Well, uh, and, among, Elijah. Uh, and Elijah. And, and Elijah and Moses. Everybody so. else passed away. Yeah. Those two passed on. Mm. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different
1: we're going to have answers to our quiz questions followed by question of the day.
0: All right, for 100 points, the answer was E. For 200, Omega. For 300, the answer was Simon. For 400, uh, the answer was Sephora. And for 500, the king who let David go because he thought he was crazy uh, was Akish. But right now it is time for... Question of the Day. All right, Lyle, the question of the day is this. In Ruth 118, when Naomi stopped speaking to Ruth, was she giving her the silent
1: treatment or just dropping the subject? That one comes in from Karen. Okay, so Karen has worked her way through the book of Judges by the looks of it, and she's deep into the book of Ruth. Fantastic. Love the story of Ruth. Okay, in verse 18, the Bible says, When she, that's Naomi, saw that she, that's Ruth, was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. She stopped speaking to her. Okay, so what's going on here? We, we go back a little bit in, into history and you've got a situation where you have Naomi and her husband have travelled to the land of Moab. Uh, the reason they have done so is because they are economic uh, refugees, more or less. They, uh, they immigrated to that land because there were better economic prospects there. It was a land that was not in famine while their land was in famine. They have two sons. Their sons grow up in Moab and marry Moabite girls. That's kind of what happens uh, when you go down that particular path. Uh, They marry these girls named Orpah and Ruth. And then a plague of some descriptions, it seems, or disease, whatever, comes through and wipes out the menfolk in that family. So Ruth's husband and both of her sons die. And so she's like, well, I've really got nothing left here. I'll go back to my homeland and so she decides to pack up her things sell her possessions and move back to her homeland in the land of israel her daughters-in-law and this is fascinating they obviously loved her a lot and they're like we will go with you and she's like no don't come with me that's a really bad idea and she kind of goes through why it's a bad idea first of all uh they she, she's in she's in poverty you know they've got no family Ruth and they, uh sorry uh Ruth and Orpah have no family in Israel they will be seen as outsiders in Israel. They'll be seen as Gentiles in Israel. They'll be seen as unclean in Israel. They'll be seen as untouchables in Israel. They will be seen as you know people that can't remarry in Israel. And and, and Naomi's like, it's not like I can have any more sons that to give you husbands. You're going to be moving to a nation where you don't understand the culture. There's a lot of things obviously wrong with that culture. Uh, but you don't understand the culture and you don't understand the level of outcast that you would actually be and that you would have no protection back in those days they did not have laws protecting the vulnerable that we have today particularly women folk were incredibly vulnerable and you know open to abuse and that was kind of how things you know often went down when uh, a woman had no men folk left in her family she kind of ended up being free game and you know uh, uh, Naomi is like, well, she's an older woman. She's an elderly woman. Uh, and, and, you know, that's the other thing that this brings to it is that it's going to burden both of these young girls with aged care. And so, you know, we just sort of start to put that picture together and we can understand why it is possibly that Naomi was so insistent, no, do not come back with me. You don't understand. This is not a good idea. Stay with your people. Stay with your family. Stay with your menfolk. Find another husband. Marry. Have children. Move on from the tragedy that has wiped out our family. And the Bible says that Orpah kissed her, kissed her mother-in-law, Uh, In verse 14, and they lifted up their voices and they wept again. And Orpah decided, yes, this actually makes sense. I'll go back to my people. But Ruth says in verse 16, Entreat me not to leave you or to return from following after you. Don't ask me to leave you. Don't ask me to return from following you. For where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. My, your people shall be my people, and your God my God. She was obviously a young lady of tremendous determination, and so uh, she continues on in verse sixteen, verse seventeen. Where you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything but death part me and you. And the Bible then goes on and says, when she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she, that is Naomi left off or stopped speaking to Ruth. Uh, The answer here is very, very clear that this was not because she was upset and giving the silent treatment. This was because she saw that this young girl had made up her mind and there was no changing her mind and there was nothing you can do. And it's like, well, you may as well just accept reality and get on with it and appreciate it for what it is. And so we have no evidence here that uh, that Naomi was angry and trying to shut Ruth out just by not talking to her. The evidence is that it's like, well, From the statement beforehand, the context in those last two verses is Ruth has made it very, very plain, and Ruth was probably just a young teenager at this time, has made it very, very plain, nothing is going to change my mind, don't even try. And when somebody's like that, well, it's kind of no point trying, and so Naomi doesn't try. All oh, right. Don't forget, as you go through the day, we encourage you every morning, well, to stay tuned to begin with because Tassie Encounters is about to get it, begin, but also spend some time with Jesus in prayer. We have a lot of things that we need to pray about right now and we had that special appeal from the ADRA director to pray for the disasters happening around the world. Don't forget to talk faith, live faith, act faith. You will grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be- God be with you we with you Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at one 800 faith FM.